This is not a drill. Lil Nas has dropped his album, and it is hot. It is hot, and we are here to talk about it at B-Side Ourselves. I'm Danny. I'm Josh. I don't this even know episode. if you think it's hot. but <laughs> I will, I will reveal, as we go. reveal as we go. Okay. All right. And maybe yeah. I'm deadpanning to lead you astray, <laughs> or maybe I'm not. I actually don't know what Josh's opinion on this album is. That's the fun of this. I find out yeah, as we, we go. We haven't pre-talked about it at all. Um, yeah, this is episode 40. Woo! That's like a, that's a round number. It's a, a milestone of sorts. <laughs> on, a, on, my, <laughs> on episode 40 of my wrestling podcast back in the day, we all got, um, we took a picture with the, we, I brought 40 ounces for everybody. Of course you did. And we took a picture with the, the, the guest all with our 40s. Of course, well, he's celebrate. like, oh, I don't drink. <laughs> I'm drinking Rancho Alto Sangria, the cheapest sangria I could get at the grocery store. Cool. So here's the 40. <laughs> yeah, cool. 40. Yeah, 40, uh, you know, means we're we're like 12 episodes away from a year's worth of episodes because there's 52 weeks in a year. I don't. Did we miss any weeks? I mean, we missed we weeks, but do we do enough? Ep- yeah. So maybe we're a little bit behind, but. I don't know when the actual we've talked about it last time. I don't know when our actual like one year doing this is, but I'm sh- I could figure that out pretty quickly. But at this in this moment in time, I don't know exactly when it is. But yeah, we're celebrating by uh, doing an album that's we're probably both way out of our depth to talk about uh, as uh, elder emo, elder millennial white straight guys, but. Uh, we're going to try our best as music fans. <laughs> so. Wow. Wow. Really so building your... us up there. Yeah. But speaking of. We don't know shit, guys. Sad people are. Who was the. Was it Marty that was on the podcast that has another podcast where he makes a mixtape? Yes. Marty DeRosa has a, another podcast, uh, music podcast called Make Me, Make Us a Mixtape. They are uh, calling it quits or putting it on hold. Maybe calling it quits. Oh. And I. Because I listen. I. I subscribe and listen to them, and I was so sad about that because I really enjoy that show, and I wanted to be on it someday. Well, you never know; might uh, might have another opportunity. They might come back. Marty's it's always moving official. and shaking too. He might have another, even if that one uh, it becomes an indefinite uh, hiatus. Um, you know, uh, but I wanted to make something a else. Tape. <laughs> some something else might uh, come up, or you know, if they never come back, we can just steal their gimmick. I mean, we already make mixes. No, I know. Month, so. <laughs> I know. I'm just being stupid. Speaking of indefinite hiatus, I want to say that it's it was really, I don't know when I saw this. It might have been like two weeks ago, but I saw that like uh, Tom DeLonge's been like, especially towards the beginning of Mark's sickness, uh, was like in contact with him like every day yeah. and is still in contact with him like three times a week minimum. And Obviously, I want Tom back in Blink-182. Whether that's with Skiba out or with Skiba still in and they somehow become some weird four-piece, doesn't matter. But even if that never happens, it warms me. Like, I get, I'm in a spot now where anytime I hear a Blink song, I just like I get a little bit warm in my heart because I think I'm just very happy that they're, like, they're good again. It's in your heart? The yeah. warmth is usually in my pants, and I don't understand it. Oh. But. <laughs> I mean, that would be if they got back together, I think. That would. Fair, fair. 
All right, let's get into this album. Yeah. <laughs> Enough about Blink-182. Jesus. I I can always find a way. Where are you? So what uh what is your history with Lil Lil Nas X? None except for this? my kids were really into old old town roads. Yeah. And I didn't love old it. Old town road, just one road. No, there's more than road road now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you and your plural pluralizing singular words. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I was just like, okay, this is this is a song. I get it. <laughs> but uh when call me by your name dropped i was like all right i'm into this and that's that's really the whole history and i've been excited for the actual album because everything i've heard that's came out i've liked yeah i i, I mean mine mine is kind of similar like i've i heard old town road and it was catchy it's not really my thing and then um you know he had some other hit songs drop uh you know and um those were also like decent songs just not necessarily like something i was super into but i will say like especially as he's been more um you know out and about in the media um i do i do like i do really like him as a person and as an entertainer like what he's presented i like what he's doing to challenge like the mainstream uh narrative around you know, LGBTQ folks and toxic masculinity and all like the Satan shoes and like with the drop <laughs> of his blood in them. And just like, I, I like, uh, I like that. I like what he's doing to change the narrative. Um, and, you know, I feel like our brain always wants to say like, this person is the next, that old person, you know, like, yeah. and so, you know, he's, is he, he's the next Prince. He's an, you know, something like someone who's like, culturally subvertive um but i honestly i don't even know that that's that's fair to that is doesn't really capture it i think he's forging a path that i while the the comparisons are there i think his his what he's forging is even is like so unique just to him so far i feel like if prince and andre 3000 had a baby it would be little nas x (laughs) music yeah yeah well yeah he's definitely got that weird artistic streak but i just mean like i mean and i'm i was going to talk about a little bit later but like there's i you know i will just save it for later because it it may i'll it'll be able to make a point about some of the lyrics here but um it's just it's just different do you see at the gala he was pregnant or maybe not the gala, just social media before the gala. Yeah, new because the the album is his baby. Yeah, it was yeah. a really good fake pregnancy look. There like were a lot real. of yeah the the marketing around this album has been wild in the best way. <laughs> yes, there's has. like billboards up. I don't know if they're up in L.A. or wherever they are that are like you know, um, do you do you something something well this might you know montero might be for you like and it's just like a picture of him in like a suit like it's they're very i'm 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 all about it so the marketing campaign so far has been great did you uh research any history because i know he's got other albums that i did not listen to sadly so this is actually his first full album yeah he had he's had some mixed he had a mixtape for sure and then he, I th- he had an extended play, but he had this is the first uh, full length uh, album, which I gotta say, 
I can't think of another artist who was already this huge before their debut. Yeah. So. Oh, I, I have mean, heard the song Holiday. Yeah, no, you've definitely heard the other. You've heard Rodeo, too. Okay. For sure. And, um, but I mean, Old Town Road broke the record for most weeks at number one. Like, did, and it also crossed over into country and all that. Yeah. Which was split in the country world. Yeah, to say the least. Yeah. But did anyone find Lil Nas X or did he do this himself? Did he build himself up to this colossal, amazing artist right now that everyone's talking about? Like, um, I'm not that part. I'm not super sure on. I do know that, you know, he kind of put it, he like quit school and like put himself in a, like a weird spot with his family to kind of just like go out on, go out and like take a chance on himself. Um, okay. No, that's so, awesome. And, and you see, and you see that in some of the themes of some of the songs here. Yes. Um, we'll get into that. Definitely. Yeah. There's a, several songs that are about like life sucked back in the day. And I'm kind of telling my old self, like, Hey, you bet on yourself and here we are. So I know um, this, like a lot of the themes of the songs on this album aren't for us, but I think they're very important. Sure. For not even young black gay men, but like anyone, you know, who just is struggling right now with their like who they are and what's going on in their lives and how they're perceived by everyone else and just wanting well, to be themselves. Yeah. Fully. Well, just because his songs are about struggling, about struggling when he was younger due to his specific things that he was struggling with doesn't mean that, you know, those struggling, like it's, it can still reach someone else who's struggling for different reasons. Yeah, so. a lot of his verses get very into it, but his courses are very like universal for helping yeah. or just reaching out. All right, let's yeah. get into this album. Unless you got any more details on his past. Uh nope. And you know, I was kind of uh I was overwhelmed when doing research because normally I don't do like a ton of research when we do the album drops because usually there's not like a ton of stuff. But he was actually like doing interviews with genius.com which is where i get like my song info from oh nice so then i was like well no because i was doing i was doing the research portion of this too late to like capture it all there was just like way too much um so i do have some stuff but uh most of the stuff that i could find was about montero which is you know been out for way longer than the album but yeah we'll uh we'll get into it so yeah but i'm i am I'm ready to get started. So track one, Montero, Call Me By Your Name. Wow. I mean, we all, all love this song. This came out a while back. We've had a lot of time to chew on this one. Yeah, I feel like we've talked about it several times, yeah. too. But, I mean, what I take from it, of course, is he's having relationship issues with a dude who parties too hard, maybe not living life right, and also is ashamed maybe to be gay or doesn't want to come out. Yeah, so like, there was talk about um, this person being like in the closet. Yeah. Um, like e if Eve is not in your garden. Yep. <laughs> I wish I had a pair of Satan shoes. That's what I take from this video. <laughs> they're cool, but they're not. They're not. Uh, not for me. And not the, because I. I'm. I'm down with the devil. I'm just. Uh... 
And I love that this video, I mean, one, the video is amazing. I mean, yeah. Doing a stripper pole dance all the way down to hell, lap dancing on the devil, then breaking his neck and I guess becoming the devil. But I love the religious conservatives anger that it's only pushed this and helped to get bigger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it, 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 he was able to ride that negative backlash on. I mean, even if uh, conservatives aren't the people that were mad about this weren't even if this song was even if his music wasn't uh, like quote unquote controversial like the the people that are mad it's not it's not who is um who'd be buying it anyway regardless so it's like you're just he's able like this is this is a perfect example of no no new no publicity is bad publicity which that's yeah. not actually true but in this case it's awesome yeah. works great so i mean i don't have much else to say about this but it is a jam it is a jam so um you know this uh there's a lot of like specific things here with this song um you know uh let me let me actually like pull up the lyrics so i can look at them while i'm talking about it yeah so that you live in the dark boy i cannot pretend that's like about like uh, supposedly about being in the chorus or being in the in the chorus in the closet um when he says a dime and a nine it's it was mine every week that's about the 19 weeks on the chart really Um, yeah wait he referenced Uh, how popular the song oh he was old town road okay yeah yep um i keep saying country roads this is not john denver and then um so this uh this is something that really like pushes the envelope in an interesting way and this is what i was going to mention earlier so he's not you know he's not the first like prominently gay artist what no i know (laughs) but if you think about it like who do you think of prominent gay pop star who's the first person you think of a pop star well i've i mean come on this lil nas x does hip-hop but he's a pop star no i know but i'm just i can't i mean i know lots of gay celebrities but pop star or hip-hop star i can't think of many off the top of my head really you're not thinking hard enough like while they were famous like i know like one ass but like no 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 you're like a broader a a broader definition of pop oh i mean elton john there you go that's the one i was looking for (laughs) so elton john was very prominently gay but still wrote his songs in a way that they weren't necessarily specifically about dudes yeah Whereas Lil Knox X is like, no, you know what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. Um, and but and 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 then you think about how like rap songs are very much like we're gonna say nasty stuff about what we're doing. And I love there's like I don't know if you ever noticed this lyric. I wanted I I want that jet lag from fucking and flying. Shoot a child in your mouth while I'm riding. Yep, I noticed it. That's great. and it's like and well no and so he even says like. Um, like it's about time that I say something out of a pocket in a song. It's the exact same way when I put I might bottom on the low, but I top but I top shit in holiday, you know. Let's normalize having these fucking lines in songs the same way you know someone might talk about fucking a girl or fucking a guy, you know, with opposite genders. I feel like that's really important for representation in general. This is gonna open more doors for for one day when someone says th- this and it's like, Oh, that person said that and I didn't even think about it. 
So just like normalizing, like, hey, if if rappers can talk about, you know, fucking a girl or or a guy or whatever, like, why can't why can't I talk about fucking a guy? Yeah. So, and be you know, and be uh, nasty with it. So, yeah. So. <laughs> I, I don't know I, just, I like i know that's it's weird to talk like it's weird to talk about something like that but at the same time i'm like no that that totally makes sense because i um it's not weird yeah it's not weird it's it's weird because we don't necessarily like on this show we haven't i, I just mean we haven't like looked at dirty lyrics and been like look at this sexual thing that's all, that's <laughs> all i mean um so it's but i no, it's just another thing i'm talking about like He's uh he's forging his own path in a way that other people haven't. Yeah. So and normalizing things. So but yeah, I mean, this song is uh kind of taken over the world. And I don't know if there's I mean, I'm sure we could talk about it for a long time, but I mean here it is. It's the one with the crazy music video and all the <laughs> the publicity. So track number two. Dead right now. Dead right now. I love this track. I love the horns in the background. I love the message behind it. Oh, let me actually go to my <laughs> I have notes. <laughs> Song about suddenly getting famous and everyone from your past coming at you with fake love and admiration, you know. Also the verse about his dad not believing in him is solid. Like I it's good. It's just like you were saying. It's about like you're, I mean, I'm hoping, I think that's what I took from it. It's about people from your past like, oh, you're famous now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, no, it's totally about his parents. Because um, I think, I don't know if, I'm not 100% sure if he had a bad relationship with them prior. I think, I think he did. And then, like, his decision to kind of do, go off and kind of not go to college or, like, not finish college and, like, bet on himself and like was not well received and um yeah this that's totally what uh is going on here i think Plus, you're you're hit it on the head i love the chorus like i'll treat you like you're dead right now i'm on your yeah. head right now you want to fuck with me so bad right now like that's good like you just someone's dead to you yeah and um no i i like this one um I'm trying to where I'm trying to look at like three things at once and it's throwing me off. Um, <laughs> it it has a little bit of the sprinkler beat, which kind of takes me out of it sometimes because I it's just something I. You mean the hi hat? Yeah. I mean, I think it's done well and the beat's cool. Like, do do ch, do ch, do do so, ch. Um, <laughs> It's one of the, out of out of the the the, the rap songs because I feel like there's a definite a definite split yes. between rap songs and pop songs on here. Um, yeah, I would say out of the like the rap songs, this is one of the ones I like more. And I love um, the little like chorus of people. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is. Yeah. Are you listening to it at the same time? I am. Yeah. Yeah, I want so, to make no. sure I wasn't missing anything when I was talking about it, but I really like that song. Yeah, no, it's it's uh 
It's good. And I and you know, we we joke about how you have these feelings about what a song is about, and then I'm like, Well, actually, Danny, this song is about something completely different. No, I, I think you hit the nail on the head. I mean, as far as what I've read. So you got it. My All right. opinion on the next song, I don't think you're gonna like. Oh yeah? Yeah. Okay. Next song, track number three, Industry Baby. I feel like this could be this generation's Eye of the Tiger. I just think this is such like a fuck yeah, I'm doing it. I'm winning. Like, even if you took out the lyrics, just like the beat and like the triumphant like horns that are going on, I'm just like, oh yeah, like I could see myself running up some steps and like going, ha, 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 I did it. Do you not hear that? No, yeah, it's a, yeah, I, Actually, maybe this is this. Maybe, maybe this is the rap song I like. I like this one too. Although, um, I well, yeah. I mean, I can see what you're. I can see what you're saying. Um, you know, we'll see if they put this in the next Creed movie, and then you'll really be on the money <laughs> with that. Um, but yeah, no, this is you. You know, kind of like you. You said I wouldn't make it, and now look at me. I'm here. Um, and then I also wrote, "I'm old, and I don't know who Jack Harlow is." I mean. We didn't know who Lil Nas was before, so maybe that's. Do I is Jack Harlow big? Good question. We're old. <laughs> ask, the, ask the teens. Um. Also, I want to point out in the first verse he mentions needing to have a song like Nicki. No, you don't. And then comparing himself to Justin Bieber. Don't do that. Lil Nas X. Right now, you are hotter than both of those two, in my opinion. Well, and you're not worried, and you're not spreading misinformation about swollen balls on the internet, right? I mean, I I liked. Uh, I mean, I wasn't like a super fan, but I liked. Uh, I like Nicki Minaj for the most part, um, you know. But it's an interesting I do course of any- events that have happened recently. <laughs> but later on in the album, he talks about how like he was standing for Nicki and like. Well, yeah, he's so a fan. He was, yeah. yeah, I was about to say, he's just probably a big fan, but... Yep. But no, Lil Nas, you are, you are killing it right now. Oh, and you games. see, you see, you call me Nas, but the hood call me Doobie. Yeah. It, like, that was his name. That was his nickname growing up. Doobie? Doobie? Yeah. Did he smoke marijuana? It's possible. Oh, my gosh. Out call of everything cops. he's done, that is, that is un- unacceptable. <laughs> Okay, now take a hit of something yeah, after you say that. Um, yeah. Uh, again, sprinkler beat. There's a lot of sprinkler sprinkler beat on this. Um, the hi hat. I think uh, the production's good enough. That no, it's it's good, it's but not it, like obnoxious. it doesn't. No. So the songs that made me hate the sprinkler beat are not as good as these. What do you think of the music so, video? The naked choreographed prison scene and so you know what i only heard about it and i never actually watched it and not because i against it or anything just because i my brain is always so jumbled and i hear about something and then if i don't like go look for it in that moment it's it's gone <laughs> so I'll say, my brain. even as a straight man who's married man everyone in that shower scene is beautiful very sexy men and they're all doing a very cool dance yeah um that's all i got i think yeah that's all i got on that song i like it this generation's eye the tiger that's what i think it's just like 
Seriously, like you just heard horns and the word champion. You're like, I had the tiger. That's going to piss Josh off. No, the horns. Seriously, just the way the song flows, it just feels like I'm winning. You know? Yeah. Listen to it. You're like, I won. I did it. I beat Apollo Creed. Is that who we beat in the first one? I don't know. (laughs) Actually, they um, the, the first one's just about going the distance. Apollo Creed still won the fight, but he lasted to the end. It was a split decision. <laughs> Judge's decision. Oh, okay. He beats okay. him in the second one. He fades. He jokes on you though. I, 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 the tiger didn't wasn't on the soundtrack until the Rocky Three, which really? is the one that he trains with Apollo to beat uh, Mr. T. Oh, Mr. T. Clever I've never Lane. watched a single. You, Rocky that's movie. been that is apparent from this conversation we're having, <laughs> and I'm not surprised about it either. It's not. It's not for me. All right, track four. That's what I want. I love the song. I do too. This is such an awesome pop, lonely love song. Yeah. I, so okay, and this is like, if you're listening to the album from front to back, this is the first one that hits you, and you're like, "This is different. I didn't expect yeah. this." Like the first three songs sounds not the same, but like similar to what we've already heard from Lil Nas X. This is different, and I was like, okay. I'm here for this. Are there more? If it was an album full of rap songs like we've already heard, I don't know that like it'd be like, okay, this is cool, but like next. But him showing the pop sensibilities that he shows on this is the thing like this is the thing that shows me like, okay, this dude gets it and he's gonna be around for a long time. Yeah, like um I love his singing voice in the verse yeah. and the chorus when he gets high. Yeah. And I love the guitar in the background. My only complaint on this whole song is that it's too short. Yeah. A lot of shorter songs on this one, not like Justin Pierre short, but like uh, <laughs> a lot of like two minute and something songs. And this song is also like, you know, I don't want to be alone, lonely stuff, but it's like such a happy sounding song. Yeah. It's and also I love the little, like, I don't know what it is. Synthesizer or like whistle thing, not flute thing. In between the someone I need, yeah, it's so good. So and like I was saying before, like openly saying like, "Hey, I'm looking for a dude to cuddle with," you know, like, um, you know, just just refreshing to see him like live in his living openly, you know, and writing songs openly and not having to sugarcoat it so to get played on the radio or worrying about it. So, and it's a uh, theme on this whole album, but. I feel he's very personal in this song. Very. This whole album, he is he is more vulnerable on this album than I think any other hip hop artist ever. Yeah. With the exception of like like obviously like Eminem raps about like real shit, you know, especially if yeah. you go farther back like oh my mom used to do this bad stuff and my home life was terrible and like but like this is feel like this is different you know and also the way he sings in this song that's what made me think of andre 3000 yeah it's not his rapping his rapping is a different style than andre yeah but when he sings i'm like oh this this reminds me of andre yeah so this melody sounds familiar the chorus melody like it's similar to something else and i but i can't place it i was hoping I don't. Yeah. yeah. 
maybe <laughs> it, it'll obviously come out later. Someone else will say, "Oh, this is just like Toto from <laughs> like whatever." Um, but yeah, does I, the website Genius say like sampled or anything? They usually put that. No, but it's also, you know, when stuff's new, that stuff's not always right there. So I do love that. Like, I know there's other writers, but he's got writing credit on every song, which when I know rappers are usually writing their own shits. But when it comes to pop songs, it's so refreshing when you see that. Yeah. Although it this one was this the one that had some writing credits that I thought were interesting. And I thought maybe that's. I mean, it's KBZ, Blake Slotin, Omir Fetty, Ryan Tedder. I don't know any of these people. Ryan Tedder was the one that I was like, wait a minute. He's not on any of the other ones, I think. And I was like, maybe that's. Maybe Ryan Tedder. Whatever. Maybe that's like, maybe he lifted a melody from something else. And so that's. Oh, Kanye West has a writing credit on Industry Baby. Oh, I didn't know that. Hold on. Rewind. Oh, hold up now. Composition. I'm gonna see Sorry, I'm jamming the song in my earphones right now. So. Someone to love. God, it's so good. Uh, just says songwriting production. But I don't know. It doesn't say anything in like the Wikipedia about did they use a sample or did they? I mean, Kanye is really good. I know Kanye is a nutbag and terrible in many ways, but he's really good at making. Donda, beats. Donda, 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 Donda. <laughs> I still haven't listened to that, but Mike always just is like Donda, 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 Donda. I did listen to it. I did not like it. Yeah, no, I've heard like even even my friends who like Kanye and kind of. Um, are apologists for some stuff that he does and says they they don't really like it either so that oh no it just says this song features co-production by american rapper and record producer Kanye west so might have just jumped on it to you know okay all right cool you ready i've got some complaints on these next two are you including the inter like the interlude yeah. here okay can go i ahead. go off so yeah. yes we have what is it track Five track five, the art of realization, which is actually kind of a cute little interlude of, you know, him talking. I've been driving a lot, just driving in life with no actual direction, you know, stuff like that. And just very short. And I think it would have been a great interlude to go into one of me without John. I don't think it goes well into scoop. Let's talk about scoop now. Well, so I think it's because there's a, there is a, um... He's trying to make the distinction between like the I'm not sure how I feel about like yeah. the, the self-doubt, but then also the braggadocious like. Yeah, no, so. I totally get that. And I guess it goes with scoop a little then, but. OK, go ahead. Scoop. Track scoop six. Is, scoop. Scoop's my least favorite track on this album. I really actually don't like scoop. <laughs> and also does scoop now mean being like you know, a snack or a hot piece. Is that the new term that kids use? I'm a scoop. Like a scoop um, of ice cream. You know what? <laughs> I just automatically assumed it was like about like being in the news. 
being important or popular in the news trending topics scoops you know oh. i think that's what it means i so i'm used to that i'm used to that term because like the star wars community it's like the star wars twitter community is like oh we got a scoop like the, they, they call them the scoopers like the people that are like we heard that uh hayden christensen is going to be playing darth vader and obi-wan kenobi yeah. like before way before it was actually like anything that's before it's confirmed uh, those are called scoops so this um, is my least favorite track it's not I don't hate it, but it's actually one I've skipped the past few times I've listened to it. Um, you know, this is probably my least favorite too. I, I, I don't. Um, like I said, I definitely like the poppier songs more than the rap songs on here. He's he's a good rapper. Like these songs, it's every one of the rap songs is a good song. It's just not like really connecting with me. I mean, granted, I've what been listening to it for two days, so yeah. Um, stuff stuff takes time but also i don't love doja cats on I here don't either like doja cats a verse on here i was saying I doja, doja cat, cat apostrophe s not i know it's not plural just fyi doja cats yeah that's that's your gimmick <laughs> yeah i'm not a giant fan of doja cat so um that's yeah i said so this song this is one. fine i don't love it but it's fine that's <laughs> yeah like it's not a so. bad song but the song is not for me I could see it maybe being like a hit in the club. Maybe. Yeah, and I feel like every one of these songs has a place somewhere yeah. if they with the right promotion. But yeah, I, yeah, I don't have <clears throat> I don't have a lot to say about Scoop. I'm glad that Scoop. we're in in uh, agreement on that one. I'll say now, um, Scoop is the only song on the album I had anything negative to say about, <laughs> just to prepare everyone. Besides, um, too short. That's kind of a yeah, maybe I, in many of the songs might, for me. I might be in the same boat. Okay. All right. Number seven, one of me featuring Elton John, which he plays. This the is now the, the second thing. song that has come out with Elton John recently that I've heard that he's a feature on, and he's just playing piano and not singing. Which is fine. No, it's fine, but it's funny to me. I'm just, <laughs> but and he's yeah. So. This song, and then later on, he does a song with Miley, which we'll get into. I have a dream. Spoiler that, alert. I have a dream that Lil Nas X, Miley, and Elton John will go into her. <laughs> Even though my mom just bought me tickets to go with her to see Elton John's farewell tour. So that's a that's too many headliners on one tour. I know that is a lot of headliners. Yeah, no, those that from just from a money perspective, those three aren't going to tour together. And if they did, the tickets be like $300. Yeah. Everyone's got to get their money. All right, so let's get into the song. This song's great. It's beautiful. Yeah. I love you know, the look people into the what industry. To do. Yeah, after how big Old Town Road was and what everyone was expecting from them afterwards, the pressure the, to make music after the single had to be crazy. Ah. When people think it's just going to be a one-hit wonder and then him kind of buying into that because people are telling him that, and, you know. And self doubt surrounding that. I am so. disappointing that Elton John didn't sing because I think Elton John could have contributed a really beautiful like right. background to this. But his piano part's wonderful. Yeah. See now, that's the thing with the sprinkler beat. If the song is good, if the you song is really good. I can get past it. I don't even notice it. Like, it's definitely there <laughs> on this song, but didn't even really realized it at first so 
when I, you know, the, the, the kind of rap that ruined the sprinkler beat for me or like made me hate it was like Southern rap, like no limit and like master P and like, like uh, all the cash money people from back in the day. Not like, not like Drake and Nikki and them, like they're the, the, the new cash money, but like Lil Wayne, like young Lil Wayne. And like, uh, I can't, I, that's how juvenile, like I was like trying to remember even who was on that, but it's just like lowest common dom- denominator rap. Like, yeah. Anyway, sorry to Southern rap no. fans. There's <laughs> really not any very much good Southern rap outside of Atlanta. I said it. I said, it. said it. I didn't say it. he said it. I mean, I may agree, but I didn't say it. There might, there might be some outliers. I don't think three, six mafias from Atlanta. But and St. Louis is the Midwest, so I'm not talking about Nelly either. <laughs> All right, you ready? Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I thought you were sorry. I thought you were priming me up to say something. Uh number eight, Lost in the Citadel. I want you to talk me out of something. Okay. Tell me this is not a pop punk song. Yeah, no, it totally has that like the you know whole how we thing. Well, you know how we talk about how like um soundcloud rappers and like are the, the, the they're the next phase of pop punk and emo like yeah. this has that feel like, like like you could put a put a fucking travis barker I was uh, just remix gonna, on note, this my note says how is travis barker not drumming on this i know everything like this <laughs> no this yeah is a no 100 this is a pop punk song and i this is probably my favorite song on the record me too i love it my favorite non-single song, because I mean Montero's so good, and Industry Baby's so good too. But I think it's a better song. I just think those songs got more notice because of for other reasons. So again, one other note I had is too short. I really like this song. And yeah, it's over so quickly. Yeah, and so this one's about you know an ended relationship. He's still getting over it. You know, having a really hard time getting over it, and um, I actually think that. I think there's a song later that is like, okay, now he's over it kind of thing, but I'm not really sure. So, but yeah, no, I love this one. I was listening to a lot of angels and airwaves new stuff. And I was like, I bet if Tom DeLonge sang this, but didn't change a single thing, this would sound like an Angels song. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No. Yeah. (laughs) It's just, I love this song though. Lost in the Citadel is dope. We'll have to get that Alex Melton guy to do this song, but in his Tom voice. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, send, I'll DM him. Hey, man, uh, you should do this. We'll have you on the show. We'll premiere it on the show. Boom. All right. Oh, I was wrong about something. Oh, uh, what? This next song is my least favorite song. Oh, it, no, it, it can't be just for one reason. It can't Get into it. No, nope. tell me about it. Well, who so is number it? nine is it? dollar sign slime. So this is this song is fine it's a your typical braggy rap song yeah and i like that because every other song has been like oh man i was really in my feelings i was really uh doubting myself we needed uh most of the songs on here like that we needed a song where he's like no fuck you guys i broke records i have grammys i'm yeah. i'm the shit and i'm sorry no megan the stallion's on it she's probably the hottest rapper right now and um Actually, I was, I was a little. Bo- <laughs> it's 
see this is gonna this is gonna counteract what i was saying but the first time i listened to it i was like a little bored listening to it, i was like okay this is re- just re- kind of repetitive ramp song not sure how i feel about the horns and then i heard ha hot girl shit and i was like oh here we go and <laughs> it's funny because <laughs> on, oh, in my, so shit. the first time i first time i listened to it is in my car and on my on my dashboard all i can see i can't see um, I can only see his name or I can see, see the, the name feature. of the song and then featuring, but I can't see who it is. Yeah. So every feature was a surprise. Oh, and so I didn't know she was on it until she literally started rapping. And I, and I was like, okay, yeah, no, I'm, I'm here for this now. And she has a line in here that made me laugh so hard. She said, I should have my own category in porn. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Let me backtrack. I don't hate this song. I just think the placement's weird because think about this. You have Lost in Citadel, which is this beautiful, deep song. And then you have next up, the next like three songs are deep and beautiful, meaningful songs. Then you have this one in the middle of them. Well, where do you put it then? I mean, that, that's the problem. Put it you after gotta... Industry Baby. Yeah, but then you I mean, have two I guess. bangers in a row, I guess. I guess that's my only play it is complain is that it's placed in between all these very personal songs <laughs> yeah but i like the message behind it the dollar sign slime you gotta you gotta do you gotta have uh gotta have one got one well, no, i mean industry baby is kind of one of those too but you know <laughs> that's all i got on it Also, she says everything about me came from genetics. No prosthetics. Yeah, I <laughs> and I was like, who's that a shot at? I mean, a lot of people like, in the industry. Well, I feel like the two other the two other ladies, uh, the two other big rap ladies um, have fake stuff on their bodies. So, but I'm like, I don't think there's any beef. I mean, she did a song with she did a really big song with Cardi B. Maybe there's beef now. I don't know. Maybe she's just not actually taking a shot at somebody, just saying it. So yeah, in general. Yeah. Kill, kill. Tales of Dominica. Dominica. Yeah. Tales Dominica. of Dominica. I can't read. Uh, track ten. This is my second favorite song on the album. I don't know what it's the way he sings the sometimes I'm angry like. It like hits me. I'm like, oh man, and it's just like I love the like. It's like, how how do I explain it? Like mono recorded like guitar, you know? Yeah. Like it's recorded on like an eight track recorder in the background. It's beautiful. This whole song is beautiful. And, like, this song has really familiar. Um melodies too in the verses and in the chorus or the pre-chorus and it might just be similar to something but i mean it's great and like um seriously mostly because i suffer from depression and anxiety off and on all the time but all the time off and on <laughs> but like sometimes you're hurting you're alone you're anxious it makes me feel like there's only now like so good yeah, oh, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, it's another dis- dysfunctional family stuff, depressive moments in life, hopeless, hopelessness, you know, introspective. It's an introspective and honest song, it, you know, and it's uh, just another deep and vulnerable song on an album full of vulnerable songs. Yeah. Um, 
It's another like one of the poppier one, songs, you know. The way he sings it is the most vulnerable. Like I feel like I feel his emotions in this one. Like more than any other. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I really love this song. Yeah, that just another 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 good one. Again, I wrote none of these songs are breaking three minutes. It's driving me nuts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, his concert is probably real short. He did his whole I'm catalog. Sure there's a lot of talking. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All track right. eleven, sun goes down. Yeah, so this is a very vulnerable song. Have you watched the music video? No, I haven't. Oh my god. So he's it starts off like he's in space and he looks like the watcher from Marvel. Like white eyes watching like yeah. all these clips from his life. And he zooms in on him as a child and like not a child, but like a teenager and like stuff he was going through in high school and like during prom and him crying in the bathroom and you're like, Fuck, dude. Yeah. Like I want I want young gay teens to hear this and be like, oh my God, it's going to be okay. You know, like I know things are shitty, but my self-worth is important. I'm important. What is who I am is important. Yeah. He, he says, um, he did a tweet says in the sun goes down video. I go back in time to visit a younger version of, uh, myself who's struggling inside, hating himself and doesn't want to live anymore try my best to uplift him and can't wait to share this song and video with you guys on Friday. <laughs> this uh, one is really special to me. Yeah. So I was just laughing. Cause I was like, he's like, you know, saying all oh, my songs coming out this weekend. I didn't realize that as I was reading it. So he's um, really good at promoting his shit too. He's been all over. And like, so I, I listened to Anthony Fantano. He's a music critic on YouTube. Yeah. Funny guy, but <laughs> little Nas tweeted like, a meme where he's like, I, I, I'm excited to hear what Anthony thinks of my album. And it's like someone saying like a meme of some girl saying like, I don't fucking care. I don't fucking care. I don't fucking care. Like it's <laughs> hilarious. But yeah, God, this uh, so emotional. I didn't expect that from this album too. Cause you no. have all these bangers. Well, it's cause the, cause the song that you know, you know, the song that leads you in is like, look at this gay sex god basically like this you know very uh this with this crazy music video and like all this like confidence but he's you know he's a real person with real feelings that he's gone he's gone through a lot of shit and and uh you know thankfully come out on the other side but and he yeah. wants to share that with everybody because he wants to be you know he wants to be supportive of other people who have been through the things that you know similar things to him so which is yeah. great Whew. yep track 12 void finally a song over three minutes this is a four minute and eight seconds song. oh man it's like a it's like a coheed and cambria song <laughs> yeah another song about struggling i love the falsetto and the chorus uh it's it's my least favorite of the like emotional songs, but it's still an amazing song because you know you have like "Sun Goes Down," "Tales of Dominica," "Lost in the Citadel," yeah. all these like really personal great songs, and this is also very personal and great. But well, saying it's your least favorite when all the other songs are so good is like yeah. it's not, you know, it's like oh this guy's my least favorite guy on the All Star team, you know, yeah, it's like yeah. well he's still great, you know, like um, 
Yeah. Um, I saw a thing and it was just, I think it's just someone speculating, but you know how like the, the, the album has kind of like an ancient Greek kind of theme to it. Yeah. Um, so I guess Hodo, which it's so funny. The first time I listened to this, I was like, is he saying Hodor? Is this a Game of Thrones song? Like I read that too. Someone said it's Hodor. But um, so I guess um, Hodo is like the name of a long t- his longtime collaborator. But um, oh, good. I didn't know that. Someone was also saying that it also it's a it's a pre in 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 um, in ancient Greek uh, language. Hodo is like a pre- a prefix that means road journey or journey. Hmm. So like this is a journey. So like um that it's might just be actually. someone finding something that fits when it's not actually what he was intending, but it's cool either way. So I don't know. Just love that pretty voice in the chorus though, like yeah. beautiful falsetto. Oh blue, yeah. All right, track 13, Don't Want It. I do want it. You do want it? I do want it. This one, uh, you know, this I was is interesting. I uh, was saying before that the rap songs weren't really getting me, but this one, I don't know. I, I like this one. Do you, I've, I, I'm not sure. I'm not even sure. What, maybe just because it hits, it, diff, it hits a different way. I think this is a prime example of why it's cool to release your hit song like a year before the album actually comes out. Because he talks about oh, yeah, how popular Matros is in this song. Yeah, that's true. So I feel like this had to be recorded fairly recently. Well, yeah, no. So he, I think, um, yeah, the the first song on this album talks about, like, um, he talks about, so in, no, in Montero, yeah. um, talks about, like, not, not being out or whatever he's literally talking about like the pandemic so um yeah i don't know it's uh there's like a synth in the song that almost sounds like a steel drum and i'm there for it yeah (laughs) but no that is pretty that is pretty cool i i I, you know i I can't believe i didn't even write that in my notes because that's like that's just like uh with the steel drum funny. or something else. No, the the referencing a referencing another song on the album winning awards. And it even has like clips of people like I mean they may be Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and the 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 award goes to Lil Nas X, Montero, like yeah. Um yeah, no, I I think honestly it might be like the really strong chorus too that also is is the reason why I uh why I like it more than maybe the, some of the other rap songs on, on the album. I wish we could like play the album quietly behind us. Cause like we're just jamming it in our headphones and it would go along with what we're talking about. Yeah. You know, the problem is on here is like, and you've probably, if you've ever listened back, you you'll notice it. Like when we do our share screen and it plays, it sometimes sounds good. It sometimes sounds kind of shitty, but then in any moment where, we talk we talk it completely bottom drops out Oh, okay yeah well so, good to know i won't talk during some of my clips well, in the future. most of the time well no i mean if you say something it drops out for a second then it comes right back up so i mean it's fine but all right 14 
Life After Salem. Okay. So this song, I think this song is about a toxic relationship or maybe a witch hunt for him or after him with, you know, the conservative music industry and everything that happened. But the creepy guitar strums and the sound of it, everything in the song, the sound sound like something from Silent Hill. The creepy whistles at the end and the title referencing maybe it could be Salem Witch Trial make me think this this should be like it should be an American Horror Story song. So it's interesting that you say that because I had a similar thought, but not the same. I think that this sounds like it could be a James Bond theme song. I could see that too. I know I, you probably don't watch those movies, but you know what I'm talking about. I've like seen a the good kind of, of them. The, the kind of songs that they choose for the theme songs. Yeah, this sounds like some like in the intro when the people are like falling shadows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When the, like the this, boobs and stuff like yeah, this. this with the boobs with well, it's the always boobs. women it's yeah, the bond girls it's like a thing um i'm one i think this is the one that i i think is like the might be the like okay now i'm over it from the p- same person he was talking about and lost in yeah. the citadel i'm not sure this is just my i'm just ruminating putting it putting it out there i don't know if it's you know i don't have any reason to think that i just that's you know, what you're feeling from it. And that's what I'm feeling. So, yeah. Now, seeing now that I had that James Bond thought, that's like I can't get that out of my head. Just and like, I really love the line, you know, I can be your part-time lover. Our scars, they'll dance with each other. Like, that's cool. Yeah. That's a good line. I, you know, and if, I think if they ever chose, like they choose this for the next James Bond, it'd have to be like silhouettes of naked dudes instead yeah. of. So or he should do a music women. video where it's like a Bond intro. <laughs> yeah, I'm here for it. Well, not uh, Chris Caraba, can you let Lil Nas X know about our idea? Hey, uh, if Lil Nas X reached out to Anthony Fantano, who's he's big, but you know, he's like a B, not a B side. He's like a B famous. Maybe Lil Nas will hear this and he'll be like, "That's what I want to do for Lil Life After Salem." Yep, free ideas. There you go. Yeah, we don't want anything. Just. Just a retweet. Us. Give us a retweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Track 15. Am I dreaming? Featuring. My Your girl. <laughs> yeah. Your girl. I wrote, I love this one. If you know me or listen to this show, you know I do. <laughs> no, I'm mad at this song. Why? I'm mad at this song because it's only three minutes and Miley has very yeah. short parts and it's a great song and I want it to be like six minutes long. Yeah, this um the flamenco guitar is beautiful. My, Miley's always killing it. Yeah, but this doesn't um, it feel like it should break into like a full jam at one point. Yeah, it feels like it could be leading up to like some major like lift off. I was um I was like fuck with tab uh with music and I'm always like listen to this thing and I don't like tell her what I'm doing. And so I just started playing this song and I I was just like as it's as it's going I'm like are you ready? Are you ready? I kept doing that and <laughs> like leading into the the Miley part and then Mar- and then right you know as like Miley starts singing and I was like see ah! like she's like she knew it was right away cuz I've been being all you know Miley f- fanboy for a bit so but like plus Miley has a very distinct voice. 
Yeah, but they both sing the chorus together, which is amazing to get yeah. their voices nail it together. That's when I wanted it to break out after that together chorus. Like I thought yeah. it was gonna be like, I don't know, like it needed like thirty more seconds of some like really intense part, and then go down to the beautiful ending it has. I could see her and him touring together. That would be co-headline. Yeah, totally. And the end every night with this one together. Oh, I would go to that show so, so hard. So hard. <laughs> so expensive. Yeah, I'm sure it'd be crazy expensive. Huh, I, man. There's a show coming up that I want to ask you about. What show? We'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. Oh. Well, that's the album. That's the album, baby. It's great, anyone. It, it's, it's, it's not very good. Yeah. Like, there's so much more to it to unpack than what the singles have shown. Like, yeah, I no, I would say, yeah. Honestly, I don't even think the singles are the best stuff that's on here. I mean, the singles are good. Like, jams. you're good. I'm just saying, I don't think they're the best stuff that's yeah. on the album. It's wonderful. It's on my currently. It's in my top albums of the year mix. Me now. too. Yeah. Yeah, and we're not. We don't got a lot of year left, so. I know. Well, I have like 30 albums on there. I need to narrow it down yeah. soon. <laughs> we'll um, see how Angels goes and Ice Nine Kills. I uh, I do. I think it's a really solid album. I think it's a, you know, uh, I think, uh, you know, Lil Nas X lives up to the hype. Um, and um, I will say that, I you know, I, I've said it several times that I like the popular R&B songs more than the hip-hop oriented songs, but that's also, you know, a little bit of my own personal baggage because I have very particular hip hop tastes. So um, I'm a tough nut to crack sometimes with that kind of thing. So I don't really, there's not a lot of rap that I like that's not uh, old. Old. <laughs> Charles Gambino, um, you know. Run the jewel. Couple Run the jewels. Yeah, a couple things oh, here man. or there. I did it. I was trying to get that right. And I said run the jewel. Damn it. Although, so, but at the same time, Run the Jewels is new, but it's not because Killer Mike's been around forever. That's and, new music. um, I know, I know, but I know, but it's like, it's old style. It's like Run the Jewels could have been a thing, you know, in the early 2000s. They're like, they, they, they feel like an older, an older group. So, um, you know, the actor, um, Tom Hanks. Yeah, I've heard of him. <laughs> Thanks. Good job. Uh, I can't think of his name right now. I am terrible. Do you know the band Clipping? No. Uh, David Diggs. Mm, no. <sighs> Sorry. All right, hold on a second. This is. I don't know shit. David Diggs is an actor. I know you didn't watch Hamilton, but he was on Hamilton. But he's done. He, have you seen Snowpiercer, the movie? No. What? That movie's so good. Is it? Is that what that show is based on? Yep. Well, the book originally, but he was also in like the Get Down. He was in Old well, Soul, but you would you wouldn't know that. <laughs> he was yeah. in Zootopia. I feel like I've seen this guy. He looks familiar. I so, yeah, I haven't seen I so I want to I want to preface this because you were like, "Well, you didn't see Hamilton like I had." I feel I I don't want anyone to think that I had anything against Hamilton. I just uh I hadn't uh, seen it and then I 
um, you know, it's on my to watch list. I just haven't had a reason to bump it up. I feel I'm like not watching. Should... I'm about we're barely watching anything nowadays. So well, I'm not judging. I, I, I didn't want Hamilton's... anyone else to think I was like, oh, Hamilton. But like, I mean, my opinion on Hamilton is I think it's a little overrated. It's fine. But I, I know the Hamilton fans will. Yep. And we're, we are now canceled now, <laughs> which you did. It happens. But so Clipping had an album that came out last year that's really good, but it's like a horror themed rap album. Yeah. Like there's a song called 96 Nev Campbell from Scream. <laughs> but I was thinking maybe we should do that in October because I want you to hear it. But I don't know if you'd like it because it's very maybe. Anyways, that's all. I was just so um, David Diggs is playing uh, Sebastian in the the Little Mermaid that's coming up. Nice. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> oh man, Melissa McCarthy's playing Ursula. That's lame. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Melissa McCarthy. All right, let's get into the whoa, 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 whoa. weekly rewind. Um. So, I kind of wrote some news stuff in here because I only have one song. Um, or I only have one like music recommendation, but there is some. I found a little bit of music news, and I thought maybe this was a good spot to put it. Just like okay. a little bit. So, can I just go first, real quick? Yep. Okay. So, in two related things that I found out today that no one will really be excited about, but me and maybe like Mike. The uh, when the last several album Rush albums that have come out are or have celebrated their fortieth anniversary. Um, got like huge box sets with a bunch of goodies and other stuff that come with them. And this year is the 40th anniversary of moving pictures. And, you know, we're almost at the end of the year and we haven't heard anything. Well, that has been confirmed by Alex Lifeson that that is coming out later this year. So I'm very excited. And then I got into a wormhole and I saw that uh, Alex Lifeson is uh, re- just recorded a new song with Tom Morello and Kirk. Rage Against Machines. Yes. Um, and Kirk Hammett or Hamlet or whatever from Metallica. Okay. Um, and then uh, he also has a new project called Envy of None. No, no music out yet. Um, and then um, similarly, I'm saving the news that I have that you'll be most excited about last. Uh, Ticketmaster posted a new picture of Papa Emeritus 4 on their oh. website for Ghost. And there's also... I can't remember all the context clues, but the ghost fandom is pretty sure that they're going on tour with Volbeat. I don't know if you've ever heard of Volbeat. I know who Volbeat is. I don't really care about them. I just want to see ghosts. Volbeat's but, great. Um, they're fine. Yeah, they're radio metal. Okay. They're fine. I saw them with, uh, <laughs> when I went to that show, it was uh, Avenged Sevenfold, Kill Switch Engage, Volbeat, and some other band. They were fine. Um, but so, yeah, and apparently Volbeat has a big announcement on Monday. So I'm hoping that uh, that's what it is. And if they're touring, that means that Tobias can put an album out and stop yep. dragging his feet. So um, although the, the uh, funny thing about it is that the new picture, he doesn't have the mustache anymore. And okay. I guess the fans were mad. Some Over fans were mad about it. Yeah. I thought he changed his look all the time. Well, so the difference is, is that... Um, previously like each papa is supposed to be technically a different person a different character whereas this papa is 
Cardinal Copia is now has now been elevated to Papa. So they're acknowledging that Cardinal Copia, the character, and Papa Four are the same character. And so Cardinal Copia had the mustache, and I think people liked it because it was creepy or whatever. And so they don't like that he doesn't have it anymore. So anyway, and then uh, last but definitely not least, Silk Sonic has uh, announced that the album is coming out in January. <gasps> I, mean, I actually don't know if that's super year. super new super new news i think whenever they were on they did their rolling stone interview where they were on the cover or whatever they announced that it was at initially it was supposed to come out in the fall um but they're doing putting like finishing touches on stuff touch-ups i don't, I don't think they should do it in january because from the two songs we know it's summer jams put that shit out in the spring that's i don't want to wait any longer put it on january i don't agree care. but so. Plus, don't you get like snubbed for Grammys if you put it out in January? Because it's like a weird time frame for when they do the Grammys. Not that they care about that. I don't think the Grammys are going to be able to ignore the excellence that this yeah. album is going to put out. So it'll be all right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. All right, what's the so, news that I'm excited about? That's that's the news you're excited about. Oh, I am excited about that. But then yeah. wasn't there a tour you were like, you were going to ask me on air? Oh yeah, that wasn't news. That was just um. <laughs> oh. uh, are you, so you're are you gonna go to the uh? Are you going to the Suicide Machine show? I am. I already got my tickets and my bourbon ordered. Cool. Um, I'm pretty sure that Tab and I are gonna go too. So, so listeners who don't know, Detroit Distillery, Detroit Bourbon Distillery. Sorry, I wanted to get that right because they just followed me on Instagram, so I feel special. Detroit Bourbon Distillery put out a special batch. Of bourbon for Halloween and the Suicide Machine show, and you can get tickets and the bottle for eighty dollars. So that was exciting. I'm, I don't even know if I'm going to open it. It's going to determine when I go to the show if we can actually order to drink, because I want to try it and then maybe never open the bottle. Yeah, when they said that you don't get the bottle until the end of the show because they're not stupid enough to give a bunch of people. <laughs> Uh, liquor at the start of the show so um this yeah i skanking on the t- it's got yeah. the, the suicide machines guy yeah i've never seen them and i feel like it's a band that i need to see at least once and um so seems like it's gonna be a decent event and you're going and i think joe is going so joe said maybe but i wasn't well, no, but i just saw anymore. joe yesterday and oh, okay uh, so i think i think he is going so um yeah so that's yeah sweet. so i'll be there tab's not super familiar with them but i was like it's it's got to make you guys a like playlist of yeah songs. please do that'd be great all right so my recommendations one bring me the horizon drop that one of their new songs it's very poppy and it's one of those at first i was like oh, i don't love this but it gets caught in your head like a hook and then you're just like oh i can't stop singing this so here's here's the new bring me the horizon How's he going to do that live? So yeah, it's very catchy. But it really, 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 really grew on me real fast, and I like it. 
He was doing Very that cool. thing though with his voice. Where is he gonna do like the finger on the throat, like? <laughs> you have that some sort of advice. Um, Jimmy sort of World uh, Futures Deluxe Edition just came out. Yeah. So there's like five, six more songs, and of course, I'm a huge, 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 huge Jimmy World fan. And it sucks because I just got this on vinyl, and I'm waiting for <laughs> one more vinyl did. to come from Europe. And then I have every Jimmy World album album that's on vinyl. And then I feel like they're going to release this deluxe edition. I'm like, God damn it. But this is the song I like off of it called Sparkle. But I like every song that's on this. She's got a worry. I skipped the chorus, but I'm going to just say it's a good song. Check it out. Um, new Big D and the Kids Tables song's good. I'm excited for that. I'm Sky's really coming back this year in a big way for me, at least. Well, everything else from the 90s is coming back, so it makes sense. Here's a sweet new song by the band Cool Company. The song's called Blessing. My style, speaking my nonsense. Not bad, she sorry. One accomplice. Yeah, she my little 2.0. <laughs> Ain't we so cute, I know. Yeah, we can never be too high doses, though. No, not for this dosey though. We do, we dance on the dark side of our moons, and we don't do done. Nah. It's RB. It's, I love it. And then Moby. Sound like he's doing like a scat poem. I know. Okay. Moby has this like. I don't know, Extreme Ways reprise version. I've been listening to Moby since like the early 2000s, but it was on my For You playlist and I was driving home from school and I was like, who is this? I love this song. And so, yeah, I love this new Moby revised version song. New again. It's very sad. Extreme ways I know will part the colors of my sea. All perfect coloring. Extreme ways it held me. It held me out late at night. I mean, you guys should just give it a listen because it's a really good, slow, sad, That's like. Not what I expected. <laughs> I know, right? Because Moby's like dance beats normally. But yeah, that's my weekly recommend. That's all I've got. For... I actually forgot to tell you my song for mine. Oh, yeah. What's your song? I'm going to I'll actually play it for you. It's not one that I played. No, 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 no. There was honestly, there was like nothing in my, uh, my for you or my weekly or my, uh, radar or whatever. Let's go here. Dun, dun, dun. Share audio. So Doug told me about this. Uh, these guys, bros, they're called Keep bros. Talking. Hold on. How do you have this? Yeah, so Dan just got up. I'm wondering if he has this record. He might. Um, uh, uh, Doug told got? you about them? Huh? Yeah. Doug told you about them? I own both albums. I love just, Bros. Just because you have them doesn't mean you told me about them. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I so, oh, so I didn't realize that they actually have like brand new music because what he showed me, like he just, he had the volume one. Oh, volume two is amazing. That came out this year. Yeah, I think well, I think someone just told him about bros. So, um, so even though you've already heard it, I'll play it anyway because I said yeah, I, I want to know what song is. Well, 
so I've I've literally he just told me about it yesterday. So I've actually only lit. I literally went on. I was like, shit, I don't have any songs. I should check out see if I actually like bros or not, and uh, I can put that on here. So I just listened to the song that had the most plays, which was "Tell Me" from Volume One. So I'll just play that, and I like it. Very funky. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Tell me who or what I'm supposed to be. I'm not a trap by your flashy way. Your dark brown looks or your passing gaze. I said it before, now try on just a little now. I, I got to tell you. I'm so glad you're into them. Girl, I love you. All right, that's probably enough. It's like a minute. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, so that's admittedly the only song I've listened to, but that's a pretty good introduction. Uh, I love it. It's, I I uh I found that um you know I like this trend of the last you know probably five or six years maybe even longer of like people making music that is out of its time you know from the making like old uh, funk music and m- making you know the the most prominent example of this kind of thing is bruno mars you know with his making his old funk songs and making his 90s inspired like r&b songs and new jack swing songs and stuff but i i love it i all right i want to show you something then sharing my screen okay is it sharing what's happening here okay the sheep so bros is actually two brothers that are originally from this band. They're all from Canada, and they broke off recently to do their own thing. But you should check out Sheepdogs, too. Oh, I think I know this song. I do. I do know this song. So, yeah, Sheepdogs is the original band and then the bro the bros bros broke off and did bros such so, a weird name i know because you don't well, expect that you think like broy, you know well not even that i just like you're making it hard for people to find you when you make your name so like <laughs> simple like that it's like i don't remember what kind of music they make but i remember there was like a group or an artist called the internet and i was like how the fuck are people supposed to find your music <laughs> like my least think, favorite name was a band called Chick Chick Chick, but yeah. it was just exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Oh. And finding their stuff originally back when, like, you know, we were downloading stuff on LimeWire, you're like, oh my God, these three exclamation points are bringing up so many things. So, you know, it's funny. You know why I know that? Um, The reason I know that song is because it was, it was used on... Um, NHL 17. Nice. And like of all those it was Canada all, and hockey. all those EA sports games, they, they, um, you know, they have playlists of, uh, songs that play during the menus and stuff. And, and 
I've found that like it's interesting. Like the NHL game and the FIFA game always have like really cool music because it's like it ends up being like a little bit more worldly than the kind of stuff that you get on like the football and the basketball game. Yeah. Um. It's just yeah. I remember like I know that they're, they're like canceled now, but like Swimmers was on the NHL game once, and like um, Death from Above was on there. Um. Yeah. So like you know they they um. It's, yeah, it's cool stuff. Did Doug just get into them? I think so. Although right. Doug, if I'm slandering you, I apologize. But uh, I'm hoping I, so. I started this waterfall. Then, so I found it on TikTok. Someone was playing it, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" Like I just found out about them like a month ago. Yeah. And then I went to Village Vinyl, which is where all those dudes that you like go to buy records. All those dudes I like. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all of them. Yeah. Yeah. And. I asked the dude or the guy working if he could order it for me and he didn't know what it was and he played it and he loved it and he ordered a bunch of copies for the store and for himself. Oh, that's funny. And I'm wondering like, I wonder if he showed it to them and I just started this waterfall of everyone in Michigan suddenly loving bros. (laughs) Hold on a second. If not, it's all cool. No, hold on a second. Um... Are you going to text and find out? No, but I, so you know how, so Mike and Doug are in former critics, but they're also yes. in Olay. So the third guy in Olay works at a record store, and I'm wondering if he works at Village Vinyl. <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> Probably. Doug, Doug was telling me someone like someone showed it to him, and now I can't remember who it was. Oh, hold on, because I have that person on Instagram. The guy I showed is. Dr. Hodge, Austin. Yeah, Hart. that's Austin. Austin is oh. the guitar player for Olay. So yay! I'm the, I showed him, and he fell in love with it and ordered a bunch of copies. So that's so funny. And then it went around to you, and I didn't even show you the band. <laughs> nice. Maybe that'll get Bros to tour here. We can get him to like play a show with Olay the band or something. Hell yeah. That's that's so funny that you like made this like connection with the third member of the, that band and didn't even realize that you knew the other guy. Like, yeah, I all go in and talk to him all the time. I had no idea he was in that band. He just yeah. went on tour. No, he's like old friends with like with Doug and Mike and them. Yeah. Oh shit. Yep. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So for listeners, last week we mentioned our schedule of what's going to come out. It's going to shift a little. Yep. Because we. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. What's the one coming up? We're gonna. I got a little interview I did with uh, uh, Doug from Position 1981. Uh, that's gonna come out next week. So I, basically, everything you said, uh, uh, just shifting, shifting one. So like, we're not e- not e- even everything actually. So just um, possessions next week, and then um, turnstile our turnstile episode will be the first weekend in October. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. All right. Well, that's it. You got anything else for nope. these listeners? I guess it's uh, time to flip the record over. Thanks for listening to this episode of Beside Ourselves. Beside Ourselves is written and recorded by Danny Lowens and Josh Schramm. Beside Ourselves is available on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcast. If you like the show, please be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. You can follow and interact with us on Instagram and Twitter at B underscore side pod. 
If you have an album or music topic you want us to cover on a future episode, be sure to slide into those DMs and let us know. The intro music for today's show is by Possession1981, and the outro music is by Former Critics. <laughs>